Welcome to another edition of Hit the Lights. I have a very special guest with me today. I have Tony Belcher. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. So I understand you've um, been out at work. You're, you're working through the uh, the issues that we're all facing at the moment. How are you finding it out there? Yeah, um, it's been a little bit difficult. We did a seven-day shutdown just as like a precaution and everyone seemed to come back all right from it. But we're just struggling to get supplies, really, just because our wholesalers is going down to like one or two men. And they're like, if you need a big delivery, we're gonna it's going to take us a hell of a lot longer to get it to you now which mm. is a little bit annoying especially in like the commercial sector that I'm in like we're going through tray trunking like all the conduit like it's going out of fashion really when we start to get going on it yeah are you finding that you're you're having to eke out your work to get it done or are you still having to work to shut down periods it's more we're just having to try and find other bits to do like you start one project and you're like, oh, no, we haven't got that. Right, move on to something else. And then it's just, it does feel like at the minute nothing's going to get finished. But I think it will eventually. Yeah, yeah, no, we just got to wait for everything to get back to normal yeah, in time. Yeah, I mean, the job that we're on was supposed to finish, I think, in about two weeks. But mm. the client, we haven't had anything back on the client yet to see, obviously. But they're going to have to extend the deadline because it's not going to get done for any yeah. any trade that's on site now yeah no, sure so yeah. why don't we go why don't we go back to the beginning so I understand that you're a second year apprentice yeah I'm in my I'm in my second year out on site I did a year at college before I started my apprenticeship so I did a level two which led me to get onto the level three and get an apprenticeship okay that's cool so how did you end up choosing the electrical industry uh everyone in my family is a trade like I've got three uncles in the trade like fully they were born into it pretty much my granddad was a carpenter so we've all sort of really been hands-on and I've never really been a girly girl I've I'm not very good at makeup and bits like that I can't just haven't got the patience for certain things so mm. I think I've worked with my uncle quite a lot who's a carpenter who sort of led down from my my um granddad but I just felt like you know we've got like general builders in the family plumbers carpenters my my twin sisters are mechanics so I was like them sort of areas are sort of covered I thought hmm electrics is quite sciencey. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did quite well at school I come out with a B in science from school and I was genuinely quite interested in it so I thought give it a go what's the worst that can happen and literally yeah. fell in love with it I'm not even joking like <laughs> I can't imagine my life without it now it's a joke <laughs> yeah no that's, like, that that's... I had off I was like I don't know what to do with myself I was like I'm, I just drove myself insane because I was like I'm not at work mm. I don't know what to do did you was it something you always were destined for do you think um I don't know I've tried quite a lot of things like if you'd have asked me 10 years ago I'd have said I wanted to be a tattoo artist but I mean mm. I did I did quite well at art but I sort of fell out of love with it because I was like well I don't think I've got the passion and drive to really fully get through with it mm. and um tried an officey type job but I'm just not that polite to people at times shall we say if they've annoyed me I'm gonna tell them straight right. you know it's just just how I feel about it but um yeah I tried I did dog grooming for a little while but again I was just like Meh, I'm not it still isn't me it was quite hands-on but it still wasn't the mentally technical side as well that sort of I think tires me out a lot more mm. the, the more thinking I do at work and obviously the physical job I think the more satisfied I feel at the end of the day yeah I can I, I can understand that and yeah. empathize with that a lot of the guys that I work with 
sort of say the same sort of thing. And it's not just like, especially in like the, the sector that I'm in, in the commercial, you start, you've got a blank ceiling, concrete ceiling. You put all your, your primary containment in and off that comes your secondary and then you, you wire it, you second fix it, you test it and you're like, wow, you know, six weeks ago, this was like a fresh building with hardly anything in it. You know, now it's power, it's got lights, it's got sockets that work and it's just like, I'm sat there plugging my phone in, charging it because I'm like, oh, I'm running out of charge or, you know. Yeah. I was like, oh, can you do this? Right. Oh, I can do it now. we got power sort of thing. But yeah, it's, um, it was it was a big eye opener to me. Mm. Do you say you you chose your electrics chose you more, <laughs> more oh, than? It's, yeah, it's sort of a yeah, a fifty fifty. I was quite lucky that um the head of department at the college that I go to at the time, he's not there anymore. He just we just sort of clicked like he could sort of see a little bit of potential in me, and I was like I was like all right okay let's let's go with this like I'm fine. Mm. Just keep pushing me because I don't mind. Yeah, no, it's definitely a trade that you can continue to learn in and continue oh, to develop your skills in. I would like to get a little bit better at like the tech. I say the technical side of it, like the more of the the paper, the paper based, like the stuff that my contracts manager does up in the office, like the cable calcs and bits like that. Like we cover it at college, but that's again that's sort of going more like the engineer anyway. I would like to start, I suppose, that develop over the time. I'm quite interested in that as well. Mm. You know, so, I'm anything. <laughs> yeah. So you did the uh, level two first. You did a year, what, full time? Yeah, it was a year full time, which was just three days a week, which suited me well because I was working at Legoland at the time on and off just, just to bring in a little bit of income. Yeah. Because I live, I live pretty close to Legoland, so I was like, might as well. I suppose, uh, did any engineering opportunities come up at Legoland? No, they're always constantly looking for qualified and the electrical stuff that they do is they contract it all out nowadays. So I know someone on the maintenance team there and yeah, they just contract it all out because it's easier, I suppose, these days. It probably costs a little bit less in the long run. Yeah, I, I, yeah, there's always pros and cons of hiring yeah. direct staff or, or subcontracting out. Yeah. It's probably probably risk averse strategy rather than actual yeah, um, exactly. t- potentially cost. But um going from the level two into the what one day a week with a company yes uh, so I'm with the company four days a week and just at college one day a week when like the college terms and that are on and then if not I'm working five days a week okay so how are you how are you finding that transition from college to work I I won't lie for like the first two months I struggled like hell I was like, what is this? I was like, this is five days a week. I was get, I'm getting up at half five in the morning, getting mm. home at five. I was like, what am I doing? But yeah, I got used to it like pretty, pretty quickly. I definitely slept a lot better at night since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you earn your sleep. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Some days it's just like you can't wait for the day to end. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I think probably that's a good point. You know, every trade even every job will have a, a good day and a bad day yeah but um yeah I say when I have a bad day I always learn something from it so I never take it as a really negative thing because I've always learned something from that if I've mm. made a mistake I, I don't take it to heart I'll openly admit if I've made a mistake and it's like right how can I fix this now then got moving forward that's how I won't do it next time mm. so 
what was some of the reasoning why you went into college full time? Was it uh, lack of finding a job? Yeah, I, I struggled a lot with my confidence as well, to be honest. And I didn't really have much paper based. Like, I come out of school with like English and maths and science and that was about it. The rest of my GCSEs, I just sort of went there. Nah not really interested in it so I'm not really going to pursue it mm. so I got a, a, a business studies GCSE which was pointless really because mm. everyone just they said they were like in school when I was at school they were like oh yeah like employers look for that I was like oh okay I'll do it but it didn't really come of much yeah and no, I did a uh, business studies as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing well, came of it so. yeah it's all right but yeah that's what I so I thought yeah, it was it was a year in my life that made me and I, do you know what I mean, giving up a year of your life really in the grand scheme of things which could lead you on to a career for the rest of your life really isn't that much. Mm. Yeah, no. Um, so did you find that you didn't get the right advice at school or was it? I mean, I went to an all girl school, so I, I don't want to be that stereotype. But yes, it was very you know more girl driven sort of you never really I never really got the opportunity to do the more practical work because the girls didn't like getting their hands dirty or Mm. weren't interested we had like a a graphics department but it was designing like the packaging for stuff I was like no I want to I want to actually build something like I don't just want to cut a bit of card up and make it Mm. look pretty yeah, no, that's, that's probably a good point because there are quite a lot of single sex um, yeah. secondary education centres out there. Yeah. And and even on the flip on the flip side, if there's a boy who wants to do something that may not be like the cooking or becoming a chef or something like that, or even like the performing arts, I found that where the school that I went to a couple of years after I left the performing arts departments amalgamated so mm. with the the, the neighbouring boys school but um yeah so it's just I'd like to think things like that will change over the over the coming years you know with everyone pushing bits and bobs and kicking the stereotypes because I think if I didn't grow up in the family that was so practical I'd have just ended up in some dead-end job that I probably would have ended up hating quite quickly mm. Yeah, no. Well, um, at least you didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> doing quite well, to be fair, these days. Yeah. So probably with that little bit of experience you've got then for, say, some young girls or young women that are, you know, 15, 16, thinking about what to do in life, what advice would you offer them? Just do it. Don't regret it. You'll learn something from it, if anything. Don't take don't beat yourself up about it just give it a go whether you're nervous or not just just do it stuff what anyone else says I say because it's not really about them it's about you and if you don't like it you'll find something else out there you know what I mean it's not you don't have to if you choose to do something and you sign up to something and you get halfway through and you think oh I'm not sure about this it's you know you can always say no you can stop it and move on to something else it's not the end of the world at the end of the day yeah no that's good advice um so obviously you mentioned about doing commercial work in your, in your yeah. day-to-day is that like um shell and core sort of office fill outs the last job that we did that i got on was uh, a new build it was a new build data center 
So we, it was a weird contract for us as electrical. We ended up contracted to have the fire alarm and a couple of other bits on it that we ended up doing. It was a bit like, oh, okay, but it got us the job. So mm. that was nice, all fresh containment. That was lovely. It all went okay. And then the job that we're on now is uh, office refurb. It's really old. I think it, the last time this building was tested was in 87, 1987, we're finding stickers for. Yeah. It, has, it had a like a, a commercial EICR done well, probably in the last 10 years, but I think the client decided the, the leases are up in the buildings in the next couple of years, so they're just jazzing them up a bit so they can sort of sell them on to the new prospective client, I suppose. Yeah, so you you mentioned data centres. That's obviously yeah. um, an ever-growing industry and uh, will we'll continue to do so. Was there anything particularly interesting or different about that type of install? It was just a hell of a lot of armoured cables. We hmm. ended up doing all the outside works as well. So I second fixed on my own. I was left to do all the lamp columns, which was all right until it started raining in October. I was yeah. out there on my own in my coat being all grumpy. And I'd get the odd phone call. Tony, are you still there? I'm like, yeah, just leave me alone. Let me get on with it. <laughs> yeah, 32 lamp columns, second fixed. Most of them with two armoured six mils in. And it's just like, that really made me realise that, you know, it's not all about the clean work, is it? The, mm. You know, the pretty screw that socket front on, change that light switch. But I, I did genuinely enjoy it. I learned a lot from it. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Uh, so you're going with a, a company at the moment where do you see so i'll start again where do you see yourself going in the years to come um i suppose once i qualify you're still fresh like you're still a baby really aren't you it's like i'll probably stick with the company i'm with for a, a little while yeah and just see what so, it depends what sort of work they offer in the areas because i have to get myself to the jobs that i'm on like, i have to drive my own car which is fine obviously I was sent up to Birmingham a little while ago luckily I managed to hop in with one of the other guys but I had to drive to his house which is about a half an hour from me so I was mm. like oh, it, was all, it was all right it was only for a couple of days but in the long term if the next job we get is say and I'm qualified and I you know I've got all my tickets and bits and bobs it might be a thing where I might decide you know find a new company that might be more more local more suitable or maybe try the self-employed route maybe but you know mm. no I I wouldn't say no to anything sort of thing it's more of ju- it just depends circumstantially I suppose going going on because I'm really happy with the, the range of work my company gets like a lot of the people in my college class are all maintenance mm. so when we're sat talking through technical stuff I'll pipe up with something they'll be like what I've never heard of that I was like like I can explain it to you but if you've never done it you're not going to understand a lot of how like switches work or like isolators and bits like that it's like all the switch gear and that in mains rooms and that they don't see they can't get their head around it sometimes because they don't really work on it they don't install it from fresh Mm. they're just like about with it yeah i think it's it's quite common i think for small businesses to end up relying on people whether that's electric or of of all levels electricians apprentices to get themselves two jobs sometimes and I I certainly have um, been asked many a time over the years to to drive myself even supply my own vehicle and again all the time that is you know within a reasonable commute of my house I don't mind it because 
you know, I'm still gaining something. But obviously, if I'm going to end up working at a loss, I'm like, hang on a minute. I think I need to reevaluate what I'm doing at the minute and try and look for something else. Yeah, I think it's always fair. Probably similarly with uh, if you're if you're an agency, obviously oh, yeah, se- se- selecting work within a, a certain radius yeah. of your home um, and including that within your rate rather than uh, you know letting excess mileage build up. Yeah, so that's so the com like we use a couple of agencies to we subcontract. We've got we're quite a small firm, so as in employees of the company, there's only five of us maybe and only two or three of them are fully qualified electricians the mm-hmm. rest just two of them are fresh out of college and like ready to sit their am2 and then i think there's me there's still an apprentice and another guy that's just waiting on his am2 and of yeah. course thing going on at the moment it won't be happening for a little while which is a shame but you know it's just mm-hmm. one of those things with, with what, everything that's going on at the moment, what has actually happened with your, your learning? Uh, it's all gone online, which is a bit weird for me because I'm a bit of a technophobe. I don't really understand it. So I get yeah. an email from my teacher with a like a Word document that I can blitz through and there's a quiz at the end of it. And I'm like, woohoo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I get a couple of questions wrong because sometimes I just can't get my head around it. I'm like, ah, how, how did I get that wrong? And then she'll send me the answer like the next day she'll be like Tony this is where you went wrong and I'll look at it and go oh yeah that's where I went wrong it's just Mm. it's completely different I really struggle with change in that sense I was getting so used to the learning environment in college as soon as it's planted on me for me on my own I just freak out and I'm like I don't know what I'm doing I'm just winging it now yeah um yeah it's all gone online okay no that's good I suppose you've still got obviously quite a lot of practical that you can do at work so you, yeah, you're exactly. still fe- feeding your knowledge and stuff like that in that sense yeah and I think I'm I am extremely lucky because of the range of work that my company gets the next exam I have to sit I can't remember like the code or but it is more around like the cable calcs and selecting cables that are suitable for bits and bobs and like, all your fixtures fittings and bits like that I sort of can figure that sort of stuff out whereas some of the guys in my class might not know what some bits are just because they've never just they've never worked on it they've never had to go and make a materials list of every single thing you'll need to do a job and then you know mm. but the mathsy side of bits it's not too bad the regs book's really handy because everyone in my class is like oh i don't understand the cable calc i'm like it's in your regs book that is that staring at you in the face i'm like open it up and read it and then you'll mm. understand it like, talks you through it step by step it's it's like how even if you don't listen to what the teacher's saying you can still read it in the book like, at a later date when you're ready to learn it mm. yeah no yeah the regs book never leaves your side yeah i mean i understand <laughs> a lot of the words in it but every now and again i find something i go oh that makes sense i'll, I'll yeah. remember that highlight <laughs> <I like> it <laughs> move on <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. So do you find, uh, have you got a like a day-to-day teacher or someone so, who you regularly partner with? Uh, so not not really. So that my college t- tutor, as it were, I've only got sort of one at the minute. She just teaches our science. Uh, so we're, we've started our third year science because I've already sat my second year science exam mm. and part of that. So we're just moving on to the, the third year written exams now. Okay. That's 
be teaching us at the moment. We should be doing our 18th at some point, which give or take might be this year. It might not be now. It might be pushed into the third year. Yeah. What What about like your work on site? Do you have a mentor on site? No, not really. I just speak to my supervisor. I'm really lucky that all the lads around me look after me and they sort of take me under their wing. Yes, mm. like nearly every guy I've worked with has taught me something and looked after me. Like, uh, there's nothing we can't talk about between us all. Like, we're all friends, sort of thing. Nothing's nothing's ever an issue. We deal with it. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, what's one of the main things that you enjoy about the electrical industry so far? I think it's the technical challenge like it's so technically challenging i think people don't realize how challenging it is like mm. we, we all call it ourselves metal munchers it's a bit of a, mm. a controversial one but we just wander around calling ourselves metal munchers and that but um yeah there's a lot more to it that meets the eye than just cutting a bit of metal and sticking it on the ceiling and and then once you've done that you got you got the nice bit at the end where you can finish off and you can put that light up on a finished ceiling that someone else has painted for you and you've just got to cut your little hole, bring your cable through, you know, mm. and then you can turn the light on and say, like, I did that sort of thing from start to finish. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just the job satisfaction you get from it. And I think every trade, no matter what trade you're in, I think if you do a job like that and you get the satisfaction from it, it's just something you can't really explain the feeling of. Mm. Yeah, the finished product is always nice to yeah. see. Always. Yeah. Uh, even if it is just a socket, but it's like they didn't understand how hard it was to tube that, to get to that socket. That that drawing is telling me it needs to be exactly there. There's there's no room for moving it. It has to go there because there's a certain piece of equipment. It's got its own dedicated circuit. It's wired in a specific cable. Like It has to go there. And the mm. amount of times we end up with these situations where drawings don't match up like our electrical drawing doesn't match up with the mechanical and then like the carpenters come out and go oh look we're building a wall there we're like oh amazing brilliant nobody told us that yeah yeah (laughs) or the ceiling gridders come in and go oh that can't go there it's like why (laughs) our drawing says it can Mm. but yeah have you started using um like building information modeling or anything like that I'm not familiar with them sort of things. I don't know whether my contracts manager uses that. He's quite, it's mm. sort of like drawing is handed to us and we work like it's monkey see, monkey do. That's what I tell people sort yeah. of thing. Are you getting to grips with any of the technical uh, side of the work then? You're not just metal, metal munching at the moment? No, I mean, I've been quite lucky. So I'm still on a little bit of light duties because I've got some problems with my kidneys and bits. So. I've, I've been a little bit unwell the last year so I had a little bit of time off so they've they've been pretty good to me they've let me do the odd little bit when I've been feeling up to it and um I've literally the last what probably six weeks all I've done is make up these floor boxes to drop in the suspended floor mm. it's actually been a nice little job everyone's moaned it's boring I'm like please let me yeah. do it because you all right like once yeah. you get started it's just like they just fly by I think we've done 800 of them now Christ, that's, that's a lot so that's, that's 14 so what's that eight that's 1600 uh sockets mm. per overall and they're all rcd and they all needed testing which was quite nice that was you know a sort of thing where it's a bit like they just give me the test meter and just let me wander off i was like brilliant like i'm like, i'm learning as i go sort of thing mm. so, so did you get... 
did you get to do all your end-to-ends and all that sort of stuff on I did an end-to-end for my MVQ to get some evidence for that but that they're fed on a power track system again there's certain bits that aren't contracted to us and that it all gets a bit in like their schedule of works what's detailed we only do what they tell us to do these days because otherwise we can't charge for the labor yeah no there is a, a complex system of what did you quote and price even now we're still even though we're really deep into this job we're like hang on we need to go back to that and check what they asked us specifically to do before we get too carried away mm. yeah good good engineers tend to run away with it and oh, good managers good good managers pull them back <laughs> Uh, that's a bit of give and take that is sometimes (laughs) we've had it sometimes where it's like well if we do this can you do this for us and then no one you know do I mean it's a bit like I've got especially for the mechanical guys it's a bit like they need a bit of strut it's like well if you can have a length of strut if you can give us a couple of lengths of tray that we're waiting for and back order and we'll give you you know you know what I mean Mm, these days and stud the amount of stud we go through is ridiculous and like m6 nuts m8 nuts penny washers but you can go through a hundred in a day and it's just like that was a full packet and it's like i come back near the end of the day and i'm like where have they all gone Mm. i just can't see but yeah it's it's bits like that that we just sort of it's give and take for us lot yeah do you think you'll go into any of the other sectors like in more industrial then or even domestic in in the future uh, it's always going to be an option I think if somebody recommends you if I'm you know if I can manage to get all my tickets and bits and I'm in a comp uh, I'm, I'm a competent electrician then then I'd be more than happy to probably work in a ha- in somebody's house for somebody I know sort of thing but I would don't think I'd ever go solely and rely upon domestic work mm. but yeah I would definitely love to have a go at mm. Yeah, no, I suppose that'll be a long-term ambition. Yeah, I think I just want to have a, a go at it all, really. I mean, the commercial is where it's, where it's at for me at the minute, but obviously things change, doesn't it? Like, I always say to everybody at work, they're like, what are you going to do? I was like, it depends. It's like, in 10 years' time, I might have three kids and be married, and I might not want to be out on site anymore getting dirty, and I might just end up going up into the office and, you know, being a little mm. bit more happy with my nine to five or I might be able to go down like the estimating route or something like that or still do a technical job but not as practical yeah no, that's good so I'm open I'm open to anything really it's more as, as long as it's still technical enough for me mm. yeah no obviously the, the logical next step is probably like site manager and yeah. then and then from there move on on upwards yeah I mean we're quite I suppose we're as yeah site management and that they're all very lucky in their some of their positions a lot of a lot of them now aren't even uh like experienced in um like a trade at all they've literally just got a university degree mm. and sometimes we end up not in like big arguments but there's a lot of dispute up in the offices and emails and bits and bobs where the guy above us always telling us to do something like this and we're like but it can't be done like that we we've told you how it needs to be done it's like there is no movement on this you can keep sending me emails but we're not this is exactly how we've got to do it yeah no i've I've found many many times that not necessarily that you have a a postgraduate in a senior role but 
certainly inexperienced people challenging challenging experienced people yeah and I always say what do you think I'm always one of these that always asks what do you think like you're I always ask their opinion like we've been asked to do it a certain way but I'm like how would you do this as well sort of thing is there another way we could do this between us sort of thing I'm Mm. always open to it's never one set way to do anything but obviously in certain circumstances there is just it is what it is sort of thing but I'm always open to I'm always that one that questions why my college teachers hate me for that I'm like but why is it like that (laughs) yeah I think even even when some you're told an absolute truth it's never it's never wrong to go why oh I'm always like that I think I've been like that ever since a kid so I think that's why these sort of jobs suit me quite well because sometimes Mm. there is always there is an answer to the why and it's just out sometimes with your relative experience so far what would you like to see introduced into the industry I don't know I mean technology seems to be advancing quite a lot now doesn't it so yeah is, is, there, is there any is there anything uh, with technology that you've worked with that's of particular interest and you can see that becoming more um, more focused within the industry one of the things I remember doing in one of my last projects probably commercially that I did mm. was uh, wi-fi fed lighting Oh yeah, we already do that. We do dolly dimming and bits. That's yeah. always fun to get your head around. Yeah. I yeah, think so it's all going to be out. It's just sensors for all sorts of things now. Yeah, I think so. This system was you only had to put power to every light, and mm. it was all all done on the on the wireless router. And all you would do is schedule. So so you put in an emergency light, and it would automatically schedule like the emergency testing in the night and then give you output reports to tablets and stuff like that. It's crazy. Yeah, I think that was called IY for anybody who's interested in that. Yeah, we did another one. We normally use B, is it BEG? Just their Dali yeah. dimming system. And the last job we did was CP Electronics. Their, their dimming systems, it was, that was a sort of a bit of a learning curve for them guys. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's more like the power tools and that, just because I'm lazy and weak. Like we've mm. got some DS drills we've got that are cordless, the 18 volt ones, so we all have to have dust extraction now on them. Yeah. I picked it up the other day. I was like, "This, you're having a laugh." I was like, "I can't even hold this above my head." I was like, "There's no way I'm drilling the ceiling with this." <laughs> I was like, "If I'm being weak and feeble, tell me." But I'm like, "This is quite heavy." Mm. Um. Yeah. So just, I suppose that they are developing bits like just tools in general that are going to be more helpful make our life just a hell of a lot easier mm. there, there are a couple of good um options i've seen to the drill you mentioned yeah. one, one i think is a dewalt kind of looks a bit like a ufo that you plant yeah. onto the ceiling it sticks to it and you attach your hoover yeah. and as you drill it just sucks it away from around the fixing yeah. a lot of them uh, so we've got a little Milwaukee dust extractor that can clip onto any drill so mm. I normally clip onto my I've got the, like the baby Makita one without dust extraction so I normally clip that onto mine because I know I can hold it above my head for long enough to drill the holes yeah <laughs> when I've not done it for a while I'm like oh you're having a laugh and you're asking me to do that <laughs> like, what can the other lads in to do it <laughs> 
So what, what's been your most challenging task to date? Anything involving heights because I'm so small. I'm oh, about, I'm yeah. But <laughs> two, with my boots on, I'm five foot three. Yeah. Access, access for me. That's the most challenging thing is just getting to a height where I can actually work comfortably. It's so hard because everyone I work with is about six foot, give or take. That's about the average height. And so yeah. it's just, I'm called the Hobbit at work. So. <laughs> that's not very nice yeah, I, I, I take it as a joke i don't mind i, I call them things as well but i won't mention what i call them no, yeah yeah you have to give as good as you get that's what... yeah exactly um yeah it's just anything that's involving well i'm not scared of heights i honestly don't mind working from height but obviously if i can't work comfortably and safely at height i just mm. i just say no because i say yeah i could do that but how long is that going to take me Am I, and I'm probably gonna you know end up straining myself doing it and it's just like mm. find somebody else to do it I'll I'll go carry on doing something else I don't mind <laughs> yeah no I think when you're standing on ladders or, or anything for any amount of time reaching upwards you, you have to take the recommended breaks definitely and again if you're already pushing the limit of stretch you like the physical amount of stretch your body can give you it just does make it a hell of a lot harder than it needs to be mm. yeah but, I think that's the only challenge I've faced is my height, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's been um, lovely chatting to you. Yeah. And I, do, you, I do have one final question. Okay. What's your favourite movie? You're probably going to hate me for this. I'm not a massive movie fan. I'm not like... You've got a film. Everyone has a film. Person. You what, bro- Sorry. I'm more of like a comedy person. The Brothers of Grimsby was quite good. I think that was probably one of the last films that I proper giggled at. Yeah, no, I yeah, know that's Sasha Baron Cohen, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Uh, what, what else have I watched? I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's just that sort of. I'm more of a a laughy sort of person. I struggle. I don't have the concentration span for some movies. <laughs> yeah, no, I enjoy a good comedy as well. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers yeah, you up at the end of a hard day yeah definitely keeps you going (laughs) yeah well thank you very much for your time and uh, thank you everyone for listening